Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Manly Hanley Podcast. This is the podcast with no limits on what we'll cover. I'm your host, Randy. Have a snack, sit back, and relax. This episode was recorded on Sunday, February 7th, 2021. All right. Don't got a whole lot for you today, honestly. It's been a busy week for us all, probably. Um, I don't know why I just assumed that, but my week's been very, it was very busy. Just uh, a lot of work, a lot of work, busy projects. But um, always finding time to do the podcast at least every other week, twice a month. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, today I'm going to cover not not quite the um, not quite as much regarding privacy like I have been for the past couple months now I guess, but uh, more about kind of like open source more more so. And uh, today's episode I'm going to title it before I even release the episode. I don't always do that, but um, yeah, I guess I'll call this one. You either own it or you don't. <laughs> and um, just going to talk a little bit about you know software renting, software as a service, if you will, versus owning it like the traditional way, like on, you know, how we, how people did it forever, I guess, until the last 10, 15 years, 10, not even 10, 15, maybe five, 10 years, I guess. But, um, uh, f- right now I'm recording this Super Bowl's going on. I don't really follow that stuff. I watch some of the commercials. I watch a little bit of football. No Tom Brady's like the greatest of all time. And the guy's amazing. I checked in on the game a little bit, but I, like, again, I don't follow it. Of course he's doing really well. The team's doing really well. Florida's kicking, kicking some butt. Um, but, um, Tampa Bay, I meant. but, um, anyways, uh, how much of your tech capabilities do you own? Is what I'm going to start with today. And this is going to be like a five, 10 minute episode. I'm going to guess, but, uh, I want to talk about that again, because I think it's really important because once you get into an ecosystem like Apple or, you know, Microsoft, I guess, or just, you know, Adobe, I mean, just like, you know, their catalog, you kind of feel like you're, you've been loyal to it and you just stick with it. Kind of like how I stuck with Google when I was like the, like a little, uh, I guess, I don't know. What do you call that? I can't even think this happens every episode. Doesn't it? Wow. Wow. Um, you know, just voice for a, for, a, for tech. I do, you know, I bragged about Google and now I'm, now I'm like the opposite. I'm like, don't no, Don't use it. If you don't have to, I trust Apple more than Google way more. Heck, actually, in some uh, Apple news, side note, this is kind of like privacy related. Apple might be, in their next version of iOS, shutting off some Facebook uh, privacy concerns, which is, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Apple's greedy, for sure. Apple's really fucking greedy. But it's really cool that what they're doing, and Facebook's, <laughs> I think they're, they got to be a little nervous. But um, long story short, they're, they're going to allow a privacy feature to shut off some you know, like you kind of think back where you see that thing where it's like, allow Facebook to do this. Well, think of it to a simpler term of like, allow Facebook to spy on you. No, <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's, that's a terrible way. But anyways, in the next version of iOS, allegedly there's going to be a, a feature um, where you can shut off or you can, you can take some more granular control of the Facebook privacy, which I mean, the best part is to, the best thing to do is just get rid of Facebook like I did in my opinion, but that's cool. That's cool. If you're on an iPhone, you got a little more freedom from Facebook, I'd say. But um, in your next version, or if you're running the beta version of iOS 14.4, I think it might be coming up. 
not 100% sure, 14.5 maybe. But anyway, look it up. I, I didn't research that, but I, I read about it in a news article and it just kind of came back to me right now. But so let's talk about renting versus owning software in what I think, this is what I do and it's been working for me, I feel. Um, examples of renting versus owning software would be having a server in your basement like I do right now, running, you know, running Ubuntu, a free operating system, hosting it on my own web server, right? And something along those lines. That's owning. So I own that um, as far as like, you know, it can't really get shut off by another entity outside of the house. It's going to run inside my house, right? Okay. That's just the simple way of describing it, I guess. So that's that's owning. And then renting would be like having a web host, such as Bluehost or HostGator. And I'm going to link all those just so you can click on them and see what I'm talking about if you care. And um, like I did that forever. You know, I had HostGator for many years. And um, a little announcement, I just fired them actually from hosting randyhanley.com. Not because they're a bad web host. I think HostGator is great for the money. Um, Not the fastest, but they're great. Um, Depending on what plan you buy, it can be the faster but um and i'm hosting it on my server in my basement so you know why why was i able to do that well first off i'm not getting a million visitors to my website like every day or something i'm getting you know handfuls like i'm not getting a ton of people um because that's where the podcast is hosted i just have a website where i feed it to and you know some people listen to it that's cool i don't need a massive web server now if my needs grow and i'm getting tens of thousands of visitors a day at some point then I'll go back and I'll move that back to the cloud to a web host and, you know, pay them money because then it's, it's, it's worth it. Right. But why was I paying a web host, you know, whatever, a monthly fee for, I'm not putting any stress on their servers. They're not getting any visitors. It's like, like I can host this out of my house. So I'm doing it and it's awesome. It's running perfect. It's simple. It's uh, it loads faster because my server resources are allocated by me i set that up so i'm going to give myself all the juice i need to get it going and there's no monthly payment my electrical bill is still the same that box is running in my basement basement regardless of it running a web server um, my electric bill hasn't gone up it's very very reasonable um, my electric bill is like always just under 100 bucks a month it's been like when i lived in an apartment it was more money for my electric bill sometimes so totally reasonable um so that would be renting versus owning and even thinking of a, or an apartment <laughs> renting versus owning they can kick you out of an apartment at any time right i mean okay you can get technical yeah you can get kicked out of your house too right but i'm just saying like you kind of get the, the the similarities right so both renting and owning are similar for the most part though because the difference comes if you stop paying the company you're renting from so like if i was still hosting at my web host and somehow my credit card i forgot to update it or something and then i go log into the website and it's not working anymore well they probably gave me a couple warnings but maybe i missed my email my website's down that's not going to happen at home because i'm not renting it i own it i own the website i own the hardware it's running on you know um so that's kind of a an example that I just came up with, right? But unfortunately, though, the same goes for renting when it comes to desktop software. And you know I've gone here before. And thinking of the subscription model, you own nothing. You can use, like, Photoshop all you want on your computer until you stop paying. And that's where the software will phone home at some point, And then that'll let the money machine, you know, Adobe up there in the cloud, know that you're no longer a good customer. And that software is going to stop working. I see it happen all the day, all the time in the corporate world can't talk i'm mumbling the words together i see it happen all the time and you just gotta yeah you gotta update your payment or your email address to log back in and register the software 
I don't like that. Sorry, call me a control freak, but don't want to be a bitch. And I think that's a, you know, if you can get away from, you know, I mean, that's a little harsh, but if you can get away with not having to pay someone to rent their software and you can get away with using the open source version, do it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's really all there is to it. That, to me, that's the easy solution is um, open source. Um, my screen is like flickering really weird, but it just stopped. Thank you. Um, is there an easy solution though? And I think yes, open source. If you're able to do that, and I know it's just, I could just spit out, Hey man, everybody just use open source problem solved, no payments, you know? Uh, no, it's not always that easy. I know this too, because I run into these problems all the time. You know, some companies may require that commercial software. They, maybe they train their staff on it, but do this. If anything, for your home computer, if you're able to, I know it's impossible to escape paid software in the workplace. I know all day, every day I deal with that and we all have to learn that kind of stuff. And it's fun still. It's good to know that stuff. It's good to know Microsoft products. It's good to know Adobe products. It's still going to benefit you. But check out some sites that point out some well-known open source alternatives to paid software. And that would be opensource.com. They have a, 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 a cool curated list of popular, like common ones that replace, um, you know, popular open source softwares that replace those commercial softwares. And the, the one I've always known is Alternative 2, like the word alternative and then T-O. They have some great crowdsourced recommendations. And it's kind of, you know, kind of upvoted maybe, like uh, kind of like a Reddit thing. But Alternative 2, I've seen it. It's been there for a while. And it's really cool. I tend to always end up at that site. And my recommendation is to try to use open source software whenever possible and then use the paid software if you absolutely must. So, you know, I'm not a graphic designer. I know Adobe is like the standard for graphic design, right? And I mean, maybe Premiere, maybe for video, but there's, there, are, there are free alternatives in Windows and Linux. In Linux, you can use KDEN Live. It's not the most stable video editing program, but it's awesome. Um... Uh, what's the other one? Blackmagic, um, that company they make, uh, was it uh, DaVinci Resolve? I mean, very technical programs. That one's free. Um, not sure about open source. Can't quote me on that one. I'm not sure. Um, but that's, it's really cool. It's, they're, like, uh, what's a vector one? Um, you got uh, GIMP, which is a photo editor also. It's, it's amazing. And there's even a, a, a version of it that you can tweak it by tweaking the config files and it becomes Photo GIMP and it looks very, very similar to Photoshop, I will say. Um, you can't do everything you can do in Photoshop. Photoshop's always adding some cool proprietary features that are just, you know, awesome. But if you know how to use GIMP, good enough. I've seen some people on there do some amazing things that I, that people in Photoshop do. So uh, with that, I'd like to end the episode today. I have to end early. I just, I, I told you it was going to be short and I wasn't lying this time. So um, if you're a new listener to the Manly Hanley podcast, we would love to hear from you. Visit our website. That's randyhanley.com. Now you're in my house because the website goes to my home. <laughs> and leave a comment. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. I don't think the link to that works, honestly, but I say that every episode. So, you know, if you want to, maybe just uh, add my site as an RSS feed and just uh, check it out every once in a while, maybe every other week. And uh, follow Randrums on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. <laughs>